0: It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of The Fisherman from Arabian Folklore, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website, at thescaldcircle.com, and be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of the fisherman. Sire, there was once upon a time a fisherman so old and so poor that he could scarcely manage to support his wife and three children. He went every day to fish very early, and each day he made a rule not to throw his nets more than four times. He started out one morning by moonlight and came to the seashore. He undressed, threw his nets, and as he was drawing them towards the banks he felt a great weight. He thought he had caught a large fish, and he was very pleased. But a moment afterwards, seeing that instead of a fish he had only in his nets the carcass of an ass, he was very much disappointed. Vexed at having such a bad haul, when he mended his nets, which the carcass of the ass had broken into several pieces, he threw them in a second time. Drawing them in again, he felt a great weight, so he thought that they were full of fish, but he only found a large basket full of rubbish. He was very much annoyed. Ah, fortune! He cried, "Do not trifle thus with me, a poor fisherman who can hardly support his family." So saying, he threw away the rubbish and after having washed his nets clean of the dirt, he threw them for a third time. But he only drew in stones, shells, and mud. He was almost in despair. Then he threw his nets for the fourth time. When he thought he had a fish, he drew them in with a great deal of trouble. But there was no fish. However, he found a yellow pot, which, by its weight, seemed to be full of something. He noticed it was fastened and sealed with lead with the impression of a seal. He was delighted. I will sell it to the founder, he said. With the money I shall get for it, I shall buy a measure of wheat. He examined the jar on all sides. He shook it to see if it would rattle, but he heard nothing. And so, judging from the impression of the seal on the lid, he thought there must be something precious inside. To find out, he took his knife, and with little trouble, he opened it. He turned it upside down, but nothing came out, which surprised him very much. He set it in front of him, and whilst he was looking at it attentively, such a thick smoke came out of it that he had to step back a pace or two. This smoke rose up to the clouds, and stretching over the sea and the shore, formed a thick mist, which caused the fisherman much astonishment. When all the smoke was out of the yard, gathered itself together, and became a thick mass in which appeared a genie, twice as large as the largest giant. When he saw such a terrible-looking monster, the fisherman would like to have run away. But he trembled so with fright, he could not move a step. Great king of the genie, cried the monster, I will never again disobey you. At these words, the fisherman took courage. What is it you are saying, great genie? Tell me your history and how you came to be shut up in that vase. At this, the genie looked at the fisherman and haughtily said, Speak to me more civilly before I will kill you. "'Less, uh, why would you kill me?' cried the fisherman. "'I have just freed you. Have you already forgotten that?' "'No,' answered the genie. "'But that will not prevent me from killing you. "'And I am only going to grant you one more favor, "'and that is to choose the manner of your death.' "'But what have I done to you?' asked the fisherman. "'I cannot treat you in any other way,' said the genie. "'And if you would know why, listen to my story.' I rebelled against the king of the genie. To punish me, he shut me up in this vase of copper, and he put on the leaden cover his seal, which is enchanted enough to prevent my coming out. Then he had the vase thrown into the sea. During the first period of my captivity, I vowed that if anyone should free me before a hundred years were past, I would make him rich even after his death. But that century passed, and no one freed me. In the second century... I vowed I would give all the treasure in the world to my Deliverer, but he never came. In the third, I promised to make him a king, to be always near him, to grant him three wishes every day. But that century passed as the other two had done, and I remained in the same plight. At last I grew angry at being captive for so long, and I vowed that if anyone would release me, I would kill him at once, and would only allow him to choose in what manner he should die. So, you see... As you have freed me today, choose in what way you will die. The fisherman was very unhappy. What? Uh, What an unlucky man I am to have freed you. I beg you, spare my life. I have told you, said the genie, that it is impossible. Choose quickly, you are wasting time. The fisherman began to devise a plot. Since I must die, he said, before I choose the manner of my death, I conjure you on your honor to tell me if you were really in that vase. Yes, I was, answered the genie. I really cannot believe it, said the fisherman. That vase could not hold even your feet. How could your whole body go in? I cannot believe it unless I see you get in it. The genie began to change himself into smoke, which, as before, spread over the sea and the shore, and which, then collecting itself together, began to go back into the vase slowly and evenly till nothing was left outside. Then a voice came from the vase, which said to the fisherman, Well, unbelieving fisherman, here I am in the vase. Do you believe me now? The fisherman, instead of answering, took the lid of lead and shut it down quickly on the vase. Now, O genie, he cried, ask pardon of me, and choose by what death you will die. But no, it will be better if I throw you out into the sea Whence I drew you out and build a house on the shore to warn away fishermen who come to cast their nets here against fishing up such a wicked genie as you, who vows to kill the man who frees you. At these words, the genie did all he could to get out, but he could not, because the enchantment of the lid. Then he tried to get out by cunning. If you take off the cover, he said, I will repay you. No, answered the fisherman. If I trust myself to you, I'm afraid you will treat me as a certain Greek king treated the physician Duban. Listen, and I will tell you. And that is the tale of the fisherman from Arabian folklore. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app, And leave us a 5-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit theScaldCircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story.